0: Welcome to Speechless Soundbites, practical storytelling tips in under five minutes. Nerves can be a speaker's worst enemy, or your best friend. If you keep them in check, then the excitement can be a fuel. But if the adrenaline gets too much, it can all come crashing down. In this week's Speechless Soundbite, we share some quick, actionable tips around nerves, what to do when they strike, and how you can train them, manage them so that they help you rather than hinder you. So let's go. Marianne, when was the last time you felt nervous?
1: Actually, quite recently. So, Telex London Women. We had 1,500 people in the audience. And it's not the biggest event we've done, but it's big. And I have been hosting Telex events now for like eight or nine years. I've been on stage with them for 12 years. And every time, anywhere from the five minutes to the 30 minutes before the intro music starts. Uh, And I'm actually talking to you right now. I can feel it. (laughs) I have this, like, kick in my stomach and this rising sense of, like, this was a terrible idea. (laughs) Like, who (laughs) thought this would be a good idea? Let's definitely not do this. Let's definitely not go out on stage. (sighs) And I, and now having done it for so many years, I recognize Then I have a little chuckle to myself because I'm like, oh, they're that old feeling again. But so that's
0: not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to stop me and it's
1: not gone away. Mm. So that was the last time I, I, I felt nervous. I would love to know, Simon, from you, what are your two, the top two tips for dealing with nerves when speaking?
0: Well, let me say, first of all, you mentioned TEDx London Women, of course. I was in the audience yeah. there, and I don't remember feeling nervous for you when you stepped on stage because you stepped on stage as host so confidently. And it's the last thing in the audience's mind is, which actually can be quite helpful to remember, the audience isn't sitting there thinking, are they nervous or not? They're there thinking or hoping that it's just going to be a worthwhile investment Absolutely. of time. So the audience sees things from a very different perspective, of course, from the speaker. But top two tips. I think the first one I'd say is this. There's all sorts of things that can make a difference, and it's horses for courses. But I think a top one is... It's adrenaline. Be kind to yourself. I think people often think, oh, I'm feeling nervous and I'm feeling this and it's that and it's that. Well, the very phrase feeling nervous is an interpretation of what you're actually experiencing, which is symptoms of adrenaline. Face goes red, adrenaline. Heart pounding, it's adrenaline. Sweaty palms, it's adrenaline. Butterflies in the stomach, it's adrenaline. So I'd say be kind to yourself, you're allowed to experience that. So often the most nervous speakers or presenters are the most conscientious because they are feeling certain perfectly natural, understandable symptoms and they are concerned about it, they fret about it, they worry about it and as a result, of course, that makes it worse. So it's not about fighting it, be kind to yourself, acknowledge symptoms of adrenaline that's okay, you're allowed to experience that. And I remember very consciously saying that in my head just before stepping up on stage at Royal Festival Hall at TEDx London in 2018 mm. um, because I thought, this is TEDx London, mm. it's the biggest TEDx conference in the UK, there's cameras, it's TED, it's going on the website and all these things, two and a half thousand people in the audience, et cetera. So uh, the second tip I'd say is a, is a very practical physical one. If if adrenaline, be kind to yourself Is is mindset. Second, neutral stance, physicality, I think identifying options for your neutral stance which is not how to gesture but it's how do you stand when you're not moving Mm. and that's probably not going to be with hands you know folded in front of you in front of your tops of your legs or 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 arms folded you know looking cross, and it's probably not gonna be clenching one elbow you know just maybe just arms down by the side or maybe they're just gently resting just above your waist but whether you're seated or standing giving thought to uh, what, what's my neutral gear, like driving almost, you know, how would I sit or stand when I'm not moving? Because that's a safe haven. It's a way of guaranteeing that you project composure, even if you don't feel it. And, and the, the tricky part about this, of course, is that what feels comfortable may actually look a little anxious or distracted. Mm. What feels uncomfortable Uh, may look actually really quite good (laughs) and it's worth testing out with people to see what actually works once you've got that nailed then it will guarantee you project composure even if you don't feel it for the rest of your career
1: and you know what we use the neutral stance with all our TEDx speakers Mm. so when we Mm -hmm. get to the end of the coaching process when they've written their talk and now we're looking at delivery and presence on stage and how to how to own like such a big space um there's a lot of clenching of hands, you yes, know, knuckles yes. going white. Yes, a lot yes. of hands in pockets. A lot of not knowing what to do. And so we do the neutral stance with them quite a lot. And exactly that, like, it's not about standing like a robot on stage, <laughs> right? It's neutral gear in a yeah, car. It's yeah. the 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 movement you move through to yes, other movements. Absolutely. Which yes, I think it's just yes. it's just probably one of the most valuable pieces of of because there's a lot of mental stuff when it comes to nerves. Yes. But then you also want. One piece of like physical yes, advice you can and actually think, do, and physically. I think that's yeah, really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and for you, top t- couple of top tips for handling dealing with the nerves, yes. the symptoms of adrenaline, I should yes. say.
1: Well, one of them is very similar to yours around reframing, but mm-hmm. I think about it quite d- slightly differently. So, in that, I think that when you are saying I feel nervous, you can actually reframe that to yourself as. A different kind of feeling. So I'm not saying you have to say, oh, I feel excited because sometimes people do that. And if that works for you, but I actually mean sometimes you're nervous because you really care about the thing you're going to say. And so can you change that and turn it into a little bit of a saying for yourself that says, I'm nervous because I care. You know, Mm, I feel like mm, this because I care. Um, I've had speakers do it in lots of different ways. So I'm nervous because I care. I'm, you know, it's not going to be that bad. What's the worst that could happen? You know, for me, with what I told you earlier with feeling like that before we go on stage, for me, it's like, oh, here we go again. (laughs) <laughs> right so yes. whatever it is so that you stop saying I feel so nervous and you start saying what you actually think yes about it and that reframe can be just something that you repeat yourself and it gets quite calming the second thing I would say actually is around the audience you mentioned this earlier but I want to dig into this point with very very few exceptions your audience is not made out of, so, made up of psychopaths, <laughs> right? Like people are not sitting there hoping that you bomb. Like they're not hoping and wishing that you fail and that you do a terrible job and start crying and run off stage. That's, I think, not because they're just all wonderful, kind people, although they may probably are. I think it's because they're actually quite selfish, right? They're there listening to you for whatever context that may be, formal or informal. And they want to feel like they're also having a good experience of it, yes. right? And so they are willing for you to do well. So no one wants you to fail right no one is sitting there hoping that you can't remember your lines and that you know thinking oh what an idiot if they forget something or stumble um and actually most most 99% of audiences are super empathetic they think oh this i couldn't do this if i was if i was you and i think actually remembering the way that it's worked for people is think about how you are when you're sitting in the audience listening to someone are you thinking can't wait till this person trips over and falls no right so it's that same reminding yourself what it's like to be listening as well so to summarize here's four ways you can handle your nerves first be kind to yourself you're allowed to experience being nervous there's nothing wrong with it second nail your neutral stance. This is how you sit or stand when you're not moving. This is a great way to guarantee that you project composure even when you don't feel it. Third, mentally reframe your nerves as excitement. Tell yourself, I'm excited to speak, not I'm scared to speak. Remember, you're speaking because you care. And finally, remember that your audience is rooting for you. The huge majority of audiences are actually super empathetic. They don't want you to fail. Thanks for listening to this speechless bite. Until next time, speak less. Stay more.